Welcome to Life in Space, the podcast about modular synthesis, analog machines, uh, a lot of really cool things, Moog synthesizers, mixers, drum beats, square waves, all kinds of stuff. I don't know. You can call it whatever you want, but it is the Life in Space podcast by Audio Surgeon. Today's subject or podcast, I guess I could refer to, is going to be our theremin special. I'm going to showcase and talk about the theremin. It is, in fact, the first electronic instrument ever created. Uh, it is one of my, uh, how do you say, one of my most interesting instruments that I don't really mess around enough with. Uh, it's just one of those things that uh, you kind of uh, forget how unique it actually is and how simple it is also. Um, anyway, this is going to be the special on theremin. And of course, all the opinions and the uh, things I talk about, uh, I'm going to make sure that I have uh, my facts uh, straight enough. Uh, I got some information on the theremin that I'll talk about, and then I'll, you know, talk about my opinions and what I think about it as well. So, uh, like I said, uh, just enjoy the show, and uh, we'll go ahead and get this thing started. Here we go. All right, let's see here. Uh, the theremin. This is considered to be the first electronic musical instrument ever made. It is definitely a legendary machine. Uh, you don't have to touch it. It's basically, it works off of a magnetic field that's around yourself and the instrument. Uh, the left hand, if you have it in the traditional sense, uh, controls the volume. Uh, the, that's the uh, metal ring that goes around the left side of the theremin. Uh, on the right side, there is almost like an antenna that goes straight up, and that controls the pitch. Uh, you also may have knobs on the actual instrument that can control uh, the, you know, the volume, the pitch, waveform, brightness. On mine, I have the, uh, the Theremin Etherwave Plus by Moog. Uh, this particular theremin is uh, not only, how do you say, traditional, but it's also got CV out. You can actually control the gate, uh, pitch CV, and volume CV. So if you wanted to, you could do a lot of really neat things with this. You can uh, connect it to your uh, sub-37, your mother 32s, uh, control it through there as well. So you have a lot of different types of waveforms you can control, uh, basically like a, you know, a controller if you wanted, or you could just use it on its own the way it's meant to be played, uh, which is the actual theremin and the sound that it makes on its own. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, like I mentioned, it's one of the first electronic uh, musical instruments ever made. Uh, they've used it in a lot of interesting like films, horror, sci-fi, thriller films. 
uh, you know, science fiction, you know, space and stuff. That's kind of like the uh, subject that I like to talk about is space and, you know, things like that. Uh, there have been some uh, major films that have used it. I mean, Star Trek, uh, they've used it for their main theme and everything. I'm pretty sure that if you remember that weird kind of wobbly sound at the beginning of their show, that's basically the theremin. Uh, it's, a, like I said, a simple yet complex machine. Uh, the way it's built is really simple. I mean, it's basically an oscillator within uh, the context of the actual instrument, and then you're just controlling the pitch and the volume. So without any further delay, we'll just uh, jump right into it. I'll play it a little bit, and maybe we'll make a song or something like that. Uh, and like I said, it's one of my uh, most fascinating instruments I have, but uh, it's just something that I, I, you know, sometimes I forget I have it and that uh, I don't use it a whole lot in my music, but uh, it would be nice to come back to it and learn how to use it. Uh, there is a specific learning curve uh, that uh, you will immediately notice once you start to play it. it. It can be difficult. I mean, even though, like I said, how simple it is, but to actually control the volume and control the pitch and everything, make it sound good, or even play a song on it, it, it can be kind of complex and kind of hard. Uh, in fact, if you're a professional theremin player or a thereminist, uh, that is quite an accomplishment. It's almost like playing a violin in a sense. Uh, you can be very good at it and you can make a lot of good sounds and stuff and that can be kind of the challenge about it, trying to actually do that. So uh, let me see here. Um, I can actually, uh, we'll go ahead and then uh, just play the actual sound that it makes without any effects on it, so that way you can kind of get the, you know, the bare bones of it. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it on. All right, now we are on, so I'll go ahead and when you lift your left hand, that's controlling the volume, like I said again. So the more I lift my hand higher, the more you're going to hear the tone. And then when I take my right hand and I go closer, the pitch goes up, higher and higher, and then my hand, I'll bring it back down, and then, then the volume fades out. And uh, the trick to it is to actually be able to kind of like play notes. Uh, so for instance, if you raise your hand, play one note, go back a little bit, kind of like, you know, make a melody in a sense. Without doing that, it kind of sounds like this. If you just raise the volume and go back and forth, it has that, you know, smooth kind of transition to the, the pitch going up and down, a pitch bend in a sense. And um, like I said, the challenge is trying to actually play it like as if you're playing in a keyboard or something. And um, that can be the hardest part. And uh, these instruments, like I've mentioned before, analog instruments, uh, when you throw some effects and reverb and stuff on there, you get some really cool out of this world sounds. So I have prepared a, let's see, a reverb and a delay effect, and we'll go ahead and see what that sounds like now.
And uh, as you can hear there, that uh, kind of gives it some more depth and space and things like that. So that way you can kind of create that atmosphere with it. Now let me see the volume. Uh, let me turn the volume just a little bit higher. And then uh, basically the way you would practice this thing is uh, you think of it as a one voice instrument. And so you would go up and down a scale. So if I went from, let's see, I don't even really know musical language here, but we'll start from about this tone, move a little bit more up, a little more up, a little bit more up, and then just kind of feel where you're at when you're moving your hand back and forth. So that way you kind of just play the scale up and down. So. And like I said, it is challenging, um, you know, to remember exactly where your hand is. It's a more of a muscle memory kind of instrument. It's not necessarily like you play a key and you know exactly that sound's going to play that sound. Uh, it is more of a muscle memory thing. You got to know where your hand's at, where your positions are, how much volume, how much intake, how much pitch bend, uh, things like that you, you put into it. And then, of course, if, you know, you're not into that kind of thing, you can just kind of go and, uh, you know, make up your own thing, kind of maybe like as a meditation type uh, device. So if you just kind of let it drone on, like we talked about earlier, a drone is just a sound that kind of drones on. So let's, let's just turn the volume up here. And then we can just kind of let it go and just play with it. The thing that's interesting about it is that you have so much transition in between the pitch. So, I mean, you could really hit notes that are, you know, from high and low that just seem to go on forever. So, like, if I'm just going to start at, you know, my normal position here. And you just kind of slowly take your hand and pull it further away from the pitch. you can kind of create that eerie sound. In fact, the, the one thing that they use the theremin the most, uh, you know, when it comes to music and stuff, is uh, like those scary kind of movie sounds and stuff. You know, it wasn't really popularized in music. I think that, uh, let me see here, maybe the most well-known uh, that I guess uh, that it was used in was the Beach Boys, Good Vibrations. Uh, I guess they used it in their album. Uh, other than that, I mean, uh, the theremin is kind of like a, a theatrical kind of sounding device. Uh, and like I said, being able to play it, being able to manipulate it and things like that, it takes a lot of practice. Uh, again, it's not like a keyboard. It, it is totally up to you. It is totally universal. Uh, it's very simple, and like I said, it's complex in its own way, and that's what's really interesting about it. So let's just have a little bit of fun. Let's turn on the Sub-37. We'll just kind of like uh, kick back some drone here. And we'll just kind of create our own like little soundscape with it.
And that's kind of, you know, the idea of it, I guess. Uh, it, it is a totally, how do you say, expressive instrument. It doesn't get any more expressive than in a uh, theremin. Uh, unless you're using like a string instrument, like a violin or something like that. But if you're talking about electrical instrument, this one has a lot of expression in it. Uh, it goes very, very deep, like I said. And um, like I said, there's many different types of theremins. Uh, Moog designed even a smaller version of it called a theremini. And that one actually has like some options this thing doesn't have. Uh, but yet it doesn't have the CV capability of being able to work with your analog equipment. Uh, so, I mean, if you're just kind of wondering how to get into it and what it can do, that is a good way to start. Uh, the one I have is obviously it's, it's, it's a much more expensive version of it. It's, like I said, the EtherWave Plus. It has those uh, CV capabilities uh, and basically just, you know, the theremin itself and... Uh, uh, a lot of possibilities, I guess. I mean, you got to be creative with it. Otherwise, it, it doesn't really serve the purpose that maybe you have in mind. But, uh, you know, like I said, it's really great for soundscaping and things like that. Like I said, I'd like to use it more in my music. In fact, I should look into doing more things with a theremin. It's just sometimes if you're not 100% familiar with it or you're not that comfortable with it, it kind of it kind of sounds the same. It's just like, you know... You're just doing this all the time then it's, it's interesting it, it definitely is interesting but it, it can also kind of grow old if you're not really doing anything too creative with it and like I said you kind of think about it as a voice so it's kind of like a singing voice uh, I, I've seen videos of people actually being able to play like Ave Maria on this instrument and it's it's quite impressive, you know, being able to do that and knowing exactly where to put your hand at the right moment and, you know, making it sing. And that, that was kind of the challenge in the past that people were using this instrument with. They were trying to create like classical songs and things or like opera songs with the theremin. And of course, uh, having uh, the synthesizers on top of that and being able to play, play like orchestral things with the synthesizers and then singing with a the theremin, it, it was really impressive for the time. And so that kind of gave uh, the theremin uh, its popularity at that time. Uh, other than that, there's not really a whole lot more information on it. There are some particular uh, artists uh, that... Um, actually uh, did some really, really good stuff with it. Uh, there was one lady, uh, she actually uh, hung out with Bob Moog. Uh, if I can remember her name, let me see. Maybe I'll search it real quick. Um, yeah, I forget her name. But uh, that, Alexander, no, that's not it. Anyway, uh, it was their origin of the actual instrument was actually made in the Soviet Union. The Soviet government uh, researched something, and then the guy, the actual guy that created it, Leon Theremin, uh, let's see, in October 1920, around that time. So it, it goes way back, uh, this actual instrument. It goes way, 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 way back. Um, and like I said, overall, it's a, uh, it's a challenging instrument. Uh, if you do decide to venture into getting one yourself, 
Uh, just keep an open mind, you know. Uh, it is one of those things that takes a lot of practice if you want to get good at it. Uh, other than that, you know, just have fun with it. And uh, we'll go ahead and let me see. I'll play a little bit more here. Let me see. Then maybe we can do like a little melody. Oop. Turn it off real quick. Maybe we'll do like a little melody on the uh, the Korg, and then we'll have a little drone on the sub. And maybe we'll do some theremin. We'll see here. Let's take a look. As you can see, it's kind of like that dramatic sound that you get out of it. I'm not exactly that great at playing it myself. That's why I kind of, you know, want to venture off and just experiment with it and have fun with it. Uh, it's kind of one of those instruments that you kind of can't take too seriously. You just kind of have to play with it and accept it for what it is and just kind of see what you can do.
and then you can add like a little bit of vibrato to it by um, taking your fingers and kind of waving them back and forth kind of quicker. It kind of gives it like that vibrato kind of sound. Kind of have to do it fast. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's an interesting kind of instrument. It's uh, definitely got its own unique sound. And you can change the waveform. Let's see if we can make it sound a little different. The brightness kind of makes it sound a little softer if you turn it down. And then let's see the uh, waveform. Let's see what that does. So that, you know, if you turn the waveform up and the brightness down, it kind of sounds like it's more in the background. Not as so high, uh, high intensity. <laughs> I mean, it's cool sounding. That's pretty much the theremin right there. And then, of course, if you took the actual uh, CV outs and stuff, you could do some more interesting things. You can plug it into the Mother 32 or the uh, Sub 37. You can control when the... Uh, the gate opens and you know the volume and all that on there and you can take any sound basically from any of your instruments analog instruments and then turn this into a controller uh, basically based off of the theremin's volume and pitch control uh, or you could even make it uh, do other things too I mean you can uh, have it go into like start stop uh, tempo and things like that so if you want to speed up the tempo of your song you can put your hand closer to this thing and it'll speed up or slow down uh, you know the controls are endless when you have uh, that uh, CV capability to do that so those are just some thoughts and some ideas on it uh, as for that, uh, like I said, uh, the theremin, it's, it's very basic, uh, it's very unique, uh, it's interesting, uh, and I, I suggest uh, go out there and take a look and see if you can find videos of people playing. Uh, you might get some ideas uh, of your own if you actually own one of these things. Uh, I know that uh, sometimes just kind of like going blindly into it, it can be kind of intimidating to try to come up with something good with it. Uh, but uh, you can uh, always uh, take a look and see what kind of uh, ideas other people are doing and uh, things that they do with it. Uh, that can also be something interesting, you know, to, to, to look into. Uh, and like I said, they have different versions of it. Uh, let me see here. Theremin. Okay, they have the basic one. There's the Theremin Plus, and then there's a Theremin. Oh, those are just different types of wood. Uh, but yeah, um, I believe Moog, they're, 
they have the biggest catalog of uh, they might be the only one making them right now so if you if you ever are interested in getting one Moog Music uh, if you go to Moog Music uh, they have them there and then of course you know by putting different effects and things on there you could definitely get some interesting sounds and some different things let me take a look let me go there's one last thing I want to try here Let's try the theremin with some phasing. That might be kind of interesting. Let's check that out. All right, let me see here. Just one second, if I can get it. That's kind of cool. Only if I can move it over here. Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, let me see. What kind of different uh, things can I do with this? And like I said, playing with different effects and things, you can get a lot of really cool, unique things out of it. Robotic voice, let's try that. Tiny tight. I know there's some really cool ones on here. Let me take a look. Sounds like an old radio or something. <laughs> but you kind of get the idea. Uh, definitely look into doing some cool effects when you get one of these things. It definitely adds to the value of your sound, uh, your creativity, and all that stuff. Especially if you don't know how to play the thing. <laughs> yeah, that'll definitely help. You can add like just little interesting sounds and stuff to your music. You know, uh, sometimes those little touches to your, to your music, uh, they add a little bit more to your, to your sound. Let me see what kind of delay effects I can put on this. See if we get some really interesting ones. Yeah, like I said, this thing is actually pretty good for making like sound effects and things. So uh, turn the feedback on that down. Uh, so if you want to make like sound effects and cool things like that, like laser beams and whatnot, like stuff like that. That that's kind of uh, I guess. What this thing does really good <laughs> is stuff like that. But uh, yeah, like I said, actually playing this thing, it takes some skill. Uh, it also takes some time just to kind of understand the concept and uh, to get your hands to work in sequence. You, you definitely need a sequencing with your left and your right hand that kind of work together and, uh, you know, 
make some sort of like song or something like that. So let's just try. I'll, I'll try to make something. Let me see here. Yeah, something like that. But anyway, that's the theremin. I'll go ahead and uh, I'll just uh, wrap this up here. Uh, anyway, uh, like I said, it's an uh, in interesting instrument. Uh, it's not for everybody, and uh, definitely, you know, it's one of those uh, uh, interesting side instruments, things that are fascinating. It doesn't really get the attention maybe that it should because is just one of those instruments it's not like oh yeah I, I, i'm i'm really good theremin player or something like that or you know you have guitar players that uh you know can play guitar really well i mean the theremin uh, there's not a lot of theremin players out there so uh but those who do play uh i commend you 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 know you definitely have a instrument that is something unique uh, something that is uh, challenging and um, you can always like I said practice something you practice 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 and then you get good at it and uh, that's that's the only thing that matters you know uh, is being able to actually play the thing and uh, do cool things with it and whatnot now I know that a lot of my modular gear you know the keyboard gear and stuff like that I mean you can kind of just make stuff up as you go uh, I mean, just with the keyboard and whatnot. And uh, sometimes, you know, you hit a you know a good melody or something like that. And then uh, sometimes you just mess around. But uh, the theremin, you you got to really mess around with it and uh, kind of get to 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 know it on a different level. So. Anyway, that's my theremin special. Uh, if you, like I said, if you're interested, just uh, search on the internet for theremin. It's T-H-E-R-E-M-I-N, theremin. And uh, you'll probably get some interesting stuff that comes up. So we'll go ahead and we'll sign out and um, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. So uh, take care. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, see you later.